And welcome back with Aussies with Stories. We're here today by, we're here joined today by one of my favourite people of all time in history. I won one of my heroes, I would say. I really look up to this man. I'm excited to question him. Welcome, Marlon Brando. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for being here, by the way. I know you're a busy man. Yes, right. So, so what I first want to ask, Marlon, is what got you into acting? Can we talk about something other than acting? Can we talk uh, about something? Okay, uh... Well, you, how do you feel about music, Marlon? Do you like some music? Music, yes. I've been into music all of my life. What kind of music? I play the, the, the bongo. Oh, you play the bongos? Yes. I, I knew that, actually. Yeah, so what, why the bongos? Do you just like the way, the rhythm? Yes. I like instruments where... You get to play with your your body, and I feel bongos allows that. So, you, like, you can hit them with your hands and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and it makes you. What about the guitar? Did you, you don't you don't like the guitar? Um, I don't dislike the guitar. Just, just. Not very talented music wise. Right, so like just hitting something like a like, kind of like a monkey, not to say that you're a monkey. Yes, of course, yes. Like hitting just banging on banging on some drums. Yes, that's correct. And you can find your own rhythm really. Yes, you can find your own rhythm through your own body, yes. Oh, interesting. So what all right, so what was your your favorite movie? I'm real. I'm sorry. I'm a big, big fan. I'm just curious. To I don't to, want to come down. Uh, it's just such a big world out there to talk about. Just movies seems like a waste of time. Well, look, here's a. For you, stop me in my tracks if I'm out of line. But what's it like to be dead? <laughs> I think you know the answer to that. I don't. I've never been dead. I can see it in your eyes. I've been dead. You know what it feels like to be dead, not truly alive. Oh, Marlon, you are something else. Do you feel like you know? I, I you're heard, fully alive. I heard all about your charm and stuff, and now just looking into your eyes, and you're you're a great man. But uh, yes, look, I've had a theoretical death, sure, no doubt. But you've actually died. You've gone to the other side. But are you living? Well, look, I'm, I'm not sure. Why don't you tell me? You, you've seen a bit more than me. If you're not sure if you're living, then how am I sure that I'm dead? That's true. You are here on my on the podcast. Exactly. It's all a frame of mind. So it's all the same, really. Yes, it's two sides of the same coin. So now do you think you just know you're dead now? Well, like I said, when I was alive, if I'm alive... I didn't know if I was really alive, mm-hmm. and if I was dead, or if now I'm dead, how am I meant to know that I'm really dead? Yeah, it's all uh, it's just all the same. And where are we right now? My house. But where are we? In time. Well, 
start there. You can go even further. Where to? Well, this universe, this mm. dimension, this mm. perception, what's mm. really around us right now. Well, did you... Outside of our senses. Did you see any any other... Did you s- seep into any other dimension or anything? Did you... When you passed, passed through time, the way you did? Look... This is all something I'm still getting my head around. Look, I'm, I'm sorry for all the questions. I'm, I'm a little bit frazzled. I don't know. You don't know still? No. God, that's disappointing, Marlon. So I suppose we'll never know. Well, you see, there's not... It's like a great poem. Right. And you start the poem, and by the end of it, you're somewhere else. Mm. And you say, what happened? But the magic of it is you don't really know. Yeah, just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say I just go with the flow. Yeah, you're a cool guy. I like that hat, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. It's a snapback. It is, yeah. Have you, have you dabbled in the uh, the culture today? Do you, Have you played some, some video games or something? Um... Do you know what a PlayStation is? Of course. How, how do you... You've played it? No, no. I do find it quite fascinating. What's got me fascinated at the moment is social media. Mm. Yeah, what do you think about social media? What does Marlon Brando think about social media? This is something that's never been asked before. Because, look, 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 a bit of a preface. I, you, you were... Would you say you were... Look... I just say you were different back then than everyone else. You were kind of, you weren't so controlled by the system. You were your own man, and I—that's what I really admire about you. And you just did what you want for the art, and not for, you know, money or fame or anything. And you just—it's like you could—you saw straight through it even back then. So, that in mind, social media. What, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Instagram and that kind of culture right now? I think it's very sad. Really, why? Because it's people that are much more intelligent, people who really know better, exploiting human nature to a point where even the people that know it's bad, they still can't get rid of the addiction. Mm. And that's a fellow human being doing that to you. Yeah. And for what? Yeah, I just think it's also just so controlled and it's in the palm of your hand and they're just showing you what you want to see and what they want you to see. And I think that's just a recipe for disaster, Marlon. That's that's my... Yeah. Yeah, well... It's when product and advertising work together. Yes. Yeah, it's all about consumerism, isn't it? Yes, it really is. It's a sad it's a sad concept of the human being, but if it was not this maybe it'd be something else. Yeah, I, I envy the time you were in before the internet and before that all the whole age because I don't know, there's something about back then when you live in, you know, the sixties that there was a bit more of a, it was a bit more of a team. Everyone's such an individual now. 
you know, they've got their own Instagram, their own their own famous little thing that they can add to and, you know, put all their thoughts on and all that. No, everyone's their own star. Before there were stars, and I'm not saying it's either better or worse, but it's just different now. And, you know, I, yeah, I think I, yeah, just, it's it's just interesting to see the, the change in time. Really, we lived, me me and Riley, the guy I do the podcast with, Marlon. Yes, I've read his poetry. Yeah, we were born in 90, 93, 94. Oh, you've read his poetry? Yes. That's great. Any favourites? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get to that later, maybe. But, uh, what was that? Yeah, we've really seen the birth of the internet and, and, we were in one completely different culture and now we're in a completely different culture and we saw the birth of it right in the middle, right where we are. So we have a, a quite a big, a nice perspective on, on how it's changed us. And I, yeah, so it's nice to hear you talk about it Well, from your perspective. Really, all intelligence is is how far you can step back from any given situation. Mm-hmm. And the further you step back, the more you can see. So... You saw it over a 20, how old are you, 26, 27? 27, yeah. 27, yes. You saw it over a, okay, maybe you started being aware when you were 12, 13? Yeah, I'd say so, around then. So for 14, 15 years, you've been able to take a step back and see that patch. Mm. Whereas I, I'm 150 years old. Yeah. So for me it's... You look great, by the way. Thank you. So for me, it's 150 plus added knowledge through through the arts and through, you know, wise words of men and women that were before me. And people, and the further you look back, the further you can look forward. Mm. So what I'm saying is, it was a, it's a very interesting thought. Now that we are suffering with a mass psychosis through uh, phone phone use and this new wave of social media, mm-hmm. that's is it. Re- is it replacing something, whereas human nature clearly has this need? You know what I think it might be replacing, Marvin? Marvin, sorry, Marlon. <laughs> love. Our love. Just our love for one another. We don't talk to each other anymore. We're always looking down at our phones. Before you'd be on a train, you'd be sitting next to some some guy. Maybe say hello to him. You know what I mean? I miss that in this culture. Everyone's just so involved. Well, what's stopping you from turning your phone off? Hey, bro, I do it off now, Marlon. Don't, don't come at me with that kind of stuff. Well, I was do you a... have a phone? No. Really? Yes. What kind? iPhone 11. Oh, Marlon, they got you too? Yeah. You're kidding. It takes good photos. It does, look. Well, what I'd like to say is there's nothing social about social media. Mm, what do you mean by that? I mean... People think it's uh, it's it's put in the category of socialising, mm. where you tick that box because you've been told that it is social media. Yeah, when you're really just sitting in solitude and looking at what this algorithm has presented you're, to you, you're looking at an ad board. Yes. Yes. Completely. No, Unfortunately, everything that stems organically and beautifully will be broken down, algorithmized, mm. and factory farmed to the masses. Look, you're, yeah, look, you're probably right and about that. now it's happening from the inception of businesses uh, at a very rapid rate. So you don't, you don't have an Instagram or anything like that? 
I do have an Instagram. Oh, you've got an Instagram as well. <laughs> what, what, how often do you use it, you'd say? How often? How many hours a day? Eight. Oh, Marlon, really? I wouldn't have thought this of you. I, I really, I see you as a rebel against just all the, the corporations and the, and that kind of culture that goes the, the you know, ebb and flow. You see, the thing that's happened with you is you forgot that I became a symbol because I was human and I did show myself and I did allow my body and temptations to move and observe them. So <laughs> now being this rigged uh, superhero... I'm actually still just a normal man, and a normal man can get addicted to Instagram. So you admit you're addicted? I was currently addicted to Instagram, yes. Wow, so have you had any other addictions in your life? Um, well, I obviously went through a porn addiction. Oh, you're kidding. I got, how long have you... So you? So let me get this straight. When you died, you just kept living? <laughs> wow. Well, Sorry to laugh, it's just a crazy... Crazy to fathom. Can you remember the first time your heart broke? Of course, yeah. Do you, do you care to share that? Yeah. Well, I I walked in on my uh, my uh, my ex wife. She was she was with another man, and uh, you know my heart broke right there. As I as just right there. So the reason I ask you that is, how did did you die? Part of me died that day. Yeah, well, part of three three parts of me died that day. Well, there you go. Well, yeah, and, but you kept on living, didn't you? Well, you died, but you kept on living, and that's what happened to me. Yeah, if I look fair enough, yeah, I kept on living, yeah. So I didn't, yeah, fair enough. All right, so where were we? Addictions. So you got into porn. Yes. How, how long have you been addicted to porn? Six plus. Six years? Yeah. Jesus, Marlon. Running. Look, I once had a problem myself, but... Really? How did you deal with it? Oh, I haven't, I haven't really. Okay. No, you just watch it a little bit less. <laughs> and what's, what's the type of number for less or more? Well, I cut down to, I'd say, uh, like if you can get it down to twice a day, that's uh, you're doing pretty good, okay. I'd say. And, um, yeah, so I've really cut it down. But it doesn't control my life anymore, I'd say. Mm. Um, there was a point where it did control your life. Yeah, yeah, just everything was about that. It was involved, you know, focused on that, really. That was, yeah. my, uh, that was my honey, you'd say, did if this, I was a bear. <laughs> did this lead to um, your ex-wife? Cheating on you? Look, look, it probably did, and um, you know, put a strain on our relationship when it when I was truly addicted because I wouldn't even I wouldn't have speak to her. Mm. I'd just be on my on my phone. Why would you? Oh, look, it's, it's just it's it's sex in your hand, and you can look at it and you know masturbate or create your own stories. Create your own stories, and I really you're a storyteller. Oh, I'm a storyteller. The thing I love about porn, Marlon. You just, you just lose yourself in it. Nothing else matters yeah, in that 100%. moment. It's just you and those girls and boys. If you're into that too, and which I am, and it's also um, good for anxiety. <laughs> it's great. It's great for anxiety. It releases endorphins. It's huge. What I've learned, Jai, is it's a temporary fix, mm. and 
You have to deal with your issues. Right, you can't you can't um, paint over those issues with porn. And you also do not want to associate anxiety with being horny. True. Otherwise, every time you get anxious, you're going to want to fuck someone. That's what happened to you? That's what happened to me, yes. Do you find it go, goes both ways? Like when you're... If horny comes first, do you get anxious? Well, that's what I mean about association. That's why you don't want to do it. Mm. Yeah, fair, fair enough. It's something I've been thinking about, Jai. Well, yeah, for six years. Yes. That's a long time. And then before that, I had all the usual addictions, mm. the alcohol, the women, the, mm-hmm. the sex, the not too much drugs, but what I actually you f- had an addiction mm. with uh, food. Mm-hmm. I could tell. Yeah. yeah. You look good now, though. You've been working out. Well, since that passing through, mm. I uh, I just didn't want to be that person anymore. Right. So you, what was the reason for that? Because I noticed you got you got quite large mm. in your in your older age, and was it just like you know a th- a, a thought like you know what fuck this shit I don't give a fuck I'm just gonna eat what I want, and you know not give a fuck what I look like. Well, you know what happened to me. Mm, please tell me. Is that I had a, a tough young childhood, mm. so I was humbled. Where'd you grow up? Jersey. Jersey. Are oh, you kind of lost your accent a little bit? <laughs> I'm playing character. I feel. Oh right. I'm pr- I'm practicing. Right. So what are you? I'm practicing my accent. Oh right, right, right. For a movie. Yes. You're still acting. Yes, of course. I'm you're kidding. More than ever now. I thought you were out of the game. No, I've, I've fallen back in love with art. Yes. Oh, so you, are you doing films or plays or? Oh, I'm doing a short film about your friend Riley. Oh right, really? So now I'm practicing his voice. Oh, that makes sense. Riley's talking about that. Yeah. I thought he was joking because yes. yeah, I brilliant, thought, uh, brilliant man. <laughs> right. Well, well, that's great too. So this is something I want to tell you. Because I can tell by your posture that this is affecting you at the moment. Mm-hmm. So the reason I put on a lot of weight is because <clears throat> in my lifetime I had a very tough young childhood, which humbled me very early. So when the fame come and how so? How did could, sorry? Just how did your childhood? You know, well. My father owned trains. Okay. And he was not very safe. How do you mean? He would not follow protocol. So he... He would cut corners as far as OH&S goes. So did he get in trouble or did he... Yes. What happened? He got a a $6,000 fine. Oh, really? Did that, like, really crumble your family? Well, we couldn't go away that summer. Oh, really? Where would you usually go away? Walwa. Walwa? Where's that? Uh, it's just up in Murray. Oh, in Australia? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, I'm, then by the time I moved out to the States, I, um... <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is I saw how little I had to do and how small of a part of art I had to tap into to get these people's approval. 
Mm. And no matter what I did, they loved they loved me. And I found that extremely insulting. Mm, of course. And to prove my point that beauty wasn't everything, I made myself incredibly large mm. and incredibly unattractive. And still, because of my status, which proved to me as an experiment that I was doing that status is more important than looks. Right, so you, did you find... Because I could get rid of the looks, but I could not get rid of the status. So and you, I was still praised. Did no people just did. treat you completely the same after you got you got large because of your status? Yes. Not not was, a change. Did they even mention it? it no was, one mentioned that you got fat. You didn't. You barely even probably knew how fat you got. I knew. I was doing it on purpose. Mm. It was pathetic. Then it wasn't really... But then when I, when I passed through... Yeah. I realised that I was doing everything for them not to control me, that... They were technically controlling still controlling me. you. So I, I, I just put it all out of my mind, and now I've fallen back in love with the arts, and I've fallen back in love with myself, and and Instagram, and I'm still addicted to Instagram and porn, and porn at the moment. But Look, after speaking about that uh, association with anxiety, I, I, I feel like that that's enough for me to buck the trend. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm glad this podcast helped you with something. Yeah, it's been really nice. Thank well, you. thanks for doing it, by well, the way. I've got a few questions for you, Joe. Please. So, Riley told me that you are pursuing acting. Right. I'd like to know why. Jeez, Marlon. <laughs> well, I fell in love with acting Joe, as a kid myself. Talking to Marlon Brando. I know. You can talk to me. I know, look, I fell in love with it, Marlon, as a young kid. You know, I'd play, I'd play around, I'd, I'd do characters for my for my family. I know once, you know, just once I got a chance to do that for, for an audience, I just, I, I knew that, you know, I was destined to do this thing. And, you know, so I pursued it, I loved it. If I stop you there, Jai. Please. At what point did you care more about fame than just doing it? How young were you? Ooh, that's a good question. Probably, I think as soon as you get that first laugh, I'm like, this is fucking unreal. I can't wait till everyone admires me and just and just can't get enough of me and they need to know what I'm doing. They need to see me on a fucking... They need to take secret pictures of me in the bush just to know what I'm doing. All the girls will want me. Stuff like that, so... Yeah, probably the first day, I'd say, Marlon. Do you reckon that came from arrogance or insecurity? Look, probably a bit of both, really. So, it was, yeah, it was the perfect... um, the perfect smack hit, if you'd say. And I just fell in love with it. I still enjoy it, Marlon. I still enjoy playing characters. Could you give me an example of insecurity? Back in my early years or just in, no, in just general? Of the word. Of the word? Mm. Hmm. Not being uh, at peace with something in yourself. Yeah, probably say that. Well, technically it's something that's just not secure. Mm. So you could, it's, it's, you don't know if it's good or bad yet. 
right. for someone to attack that, you're still working out yourself. And you're like, well, if he thinks that, maybe it's got a point. Like a door without a lock, Marlon. Exactly right. Insecure. Well, yeah, so it was a perfect little storm, really, and, you know, yeah, it's just, it gets a bit muddied up, and you don't, you're not sure why you want to do it anymore, you're not sure if you're in it for the right reasons anymore, if you're doing it because it was once, you know, this hope and dream that you, you fantasise about when you're laying in bed at night, and you question all that, and, you know, I eventually got to a point where I'm like, okay, it's not what I thought it was going to be. I'm not this famous, you know, fucking king that's been, you know, he came second to Brad Pitt in Sexiest Man Alive that year. But, you know, that's fine. I'm at, I'm at peace with that now. I'm no longer insecure about that, that I, I don't need that. I don't even want that. I'm happy now as, as Joy McMahon, the man. Not fucking Joy McMahon, sexiest man alive, four years running. Well, Joy, if my career is anything to go by, you saw someone that got it all, and how good could it be if you just saw it all the way? Exactly. You're a great inspiration to me, Marlon, still to this, to this day. You, you didn't let fame corrupt you. And that, that's so rare, Marlon. Look, 99.9% of them do, Marlon. I'll tell you something. The only thing you should ever regret, not being your true self. Marlon, <laughs> did you... I think I, I, I saw this on an Instagram video today. Did you just quote an Instagram video? No. You didn't? Not directly. Marlon, I think you're an intelligent enough man not to be, you know, quoting an Instagram video that you saw today. But, look, that being said, that's all part of your day. I mean, you just said something that inspired you and you said it. That's fine. Does it really matter that's where why it, I like, does that's, it really matter where it comes from? Exactly. That's why I, I appreciate who you are to this day. You just... It's the, part, it's the present, not you, the yeah, package. You do what you want. You want to get addicted to porn. Fuck it. You want to watch porn. I just enjoy it. You just enjoy it. And you know what? It's probably just a time of the world, you know? Absolutely. It's, um, We're just yeah. humans. And times, you know, they stay the same. And, you know what I mean? Mm. You've probably seen the trends go on as you've aged. Mm. They repeat themselves, don't they, Marlon? Yeah, they do. Denim. Oh, denim's back in a big way, Marlon. I've seen that come and go a few times. Yeah, the kids, they're wearing baggy clothes again. Yeah. They're wearing baggy jeans now. Yeah. Like the 90s. The 90s are back. What do you think about the 90s? When, when did you die? Too much punk. 95? I'm not sure myself, yeah. We'll look that up later. But you, you probably don't even remember. Just another day. Do you even know how old you are at the moment? Oh, you said it before. I think 25. Yeah, that was my bit. Well... Well, it was great to speak to you, Marlon. Pleasure it was all mine, Joe. You're a very intelligent young man, and I'm glad that I'm glad the path you're on. Well, thank you, Marlon. And, and uh, I've seen a bit more life come into your eyes from the beginning of this conversation. Well, that's lovely to hear. It's, it's great to speak to you. Let me shake your hand real quick. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>